The following show is for mature audiences only. <laughs> Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. What? 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 Viva La Raza, I believe. Oh, Viva La Raza! La Raza! Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and so much perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of Papi Ramon. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! I'm Kathy. I'm my Michelle. And I am Count Boogie, and this is show 105. Oh my God, there it is. This is just a board. A board. <laughs> that is a. Of, of things that are just amazing. I could fit nothing else on that board. <laughs> just amazing things. What is that? What is what? Why did you just put a blood soaked. What are you even Napkin talking about? on your keyboard. Is that, that is not. That is not. That's blood. Is it sticky? No, it's not. Do you want to touch it? Uh-huh. You, you do, don't you? <laughs> okay, so we're going to start off with stories. <laughs> we just God. <laughs> All right, so I'm in the kitchen. It's the day after, um, you know, Love Fest. My birthday was Saturday. So, um, you know, I had Bunny and Mark here. And uh, Wait, how old are you? I'm 49. And so, <laughs> uh, and then okay. uh, <laughs> and then Ami was here. And uh, and so we, you know, all had a lot of fun. And, and the next morning, uh, Bunny was standing in the kitchen, and I'm on the other side of the table. And we're just a different lot here. We just don't get hung up on stuff. Things are amazing, and our bodies are wonderful. And sometimes things happen, and sometimes things happen to women. And all of a sudden, I just hear Bunny. I can't see. And all of a sudden, she looks down. And she goes, "I'm bleeding." And and I'm like, oh, did she cut her foot? <laughs> and I jump onto the other side of the table to see if my little girl is wounded. And I see three or four drops of blood on the ground, but they're very round. It's not like a cut, you know, like a cut foot mm. where that would bleed. Like she stubbed her toe and there was a little stretch. They were just drop, drop, drop. So no arterial spray. No, no <laughs> yeah, not off a wound or something. <laughs> And I look up, and she's not wearing panties, and and I just go, "Did that come out of your pussy?" And she just went, "Oops." Oh, <laughs> did you lick it up? Yeah, so come on. Come I on, just and so my little girl had a little menstrual leak, Aww. and and I don't know why, but it just made me giddy. <laughs> like I just got privy to something because you know you hear as a dude. Papi Ramon Unger, you hear this stuff where people talk about it. And, uh, and you know, and women talk about, oh, yeah, I leaked or, you know, I went over the pad or I had on white pants or whatever. But to actually be there and to be part of the little whoopsie that would never normally, I felt like so privileged. I felt like so honored. And I'm like, that's you. And so I took a paper towel and I, I dadded it up. And, 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 and I you made kept it, it. And I kept it. And Aww. look, there's little four little dots on my little girl's menstrual blood. You well, want to touch it? No. no, no, no but no. it's cute. Are you going to frame it? I, so I, can, I, am not, I don't share the fascination with you being privy to it. Well, because, I mean, you, you, know. you bled a lot. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of little splattering, blood splattering that 
cute little girls get when they get oh I get a little bit of a little <laughs> bit of bleeding. that's not the bleeding Kathy, that I get it's like Kathy a waterfall Kathy of, slaughterhouse I have literally jugular vein put level. a tampon in sneezed and had the whole thing got <laughs> soaked oh my god why couldn't I have been there for that it, and I had to get I'm in the car going to work whoop god turn right back around go home no, that's not gonna happen I hate it when you sneeze and you're like you can feel it go Yes, it's horrible. Do you feel pretty now? I do. (laughs) I do. Okay, I got to admit, there's like a little secret, like, because I know a lot of guys are hung up on that and get Mm -hmm. grossed out and don't want to talk about it. And I just, and literally because Bunny looked at me, you know, afterwards and she said, you know, like in one of her last, you know, dating things that the guy was really hung up about that. And I just Just beamed because we are just, we don't have to be, I mean, it, it doesn't, you know, Things aren't necessarily attractive or, or wonderful, mm-hmm. but it's part of our body, and that's amazing that it does this thing, and you can just stand there and just bleed. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. I so cool enough that you saved the paper towel. I did. I, ma- I made it. it. I will. I will. I'm going to put it up there. Right next to I the dart. The dart that I uh, shot into Mark's that butt. Dart. That I went right in her butt. That was butt. in her anus. The video is on Pornhub. And uh, our FetLife uh, page, uh, Anthony not- took amazing video of that. Got Wait, it really good. Is he a filmmaker? It- Apparently, yes, Apparently, indeed. Yes. Apparently, because he got really, for that crappy little camera, he got really good footage. And he's going to be co-hosting in a few weeks. Here. I can't wait. Let's find something oh, for him to film. He's really good at When is that? Because I want to be here. Yeah, it's going to be good. So um, here's these... Uh, God, there's so many great stories. Uh, I so, just I want to get into the threesomes though. We'll jump. We'll go back to the other stuff. But dude, you guys both, both Kathy and my Michelle, who is Roberta co-hosting, Pye, who, who is, is co- both of them are, and both <laughs> grinning very widely because both of you mm-hmm. had threesomes. Yes, I would like, and perverted podcast would like to hear about said threesomes. Oh, I get to go first. You Seeing go first, as there's Michelle. all these people here that have had threesomes. Well, this is what happens at Domination uh, when you get a bunch of hot women together. Do- Domination is our is uh, our uh, femdom party mm-hmm, at Threshold, the fourth, fourth Friday, Friday of every of month, month. And Michelle and I co-host it with two other lovely ladies. Yes, and uh, so what happened was my my two dom sisters, Miss uh, Rose Violet and Miss Lucy Wild. Uh, they approached me like, oh, we want to negotiate a fisting scene. I'm like, oh, yes. Who's the bottom? Let's do this. She's like, no, no, you. I'm like, oh, <laughs> me? <laughs> How long did that data take to uh, process, whorebag? Yes. Immediately. <laughs> I'm like, yes, please. And then Miss Rose Violet was like, would you mind um, being warmed up? I'm a big black cock. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that would be amazing. So yeah, that happened. I was, I don't get fully naked in the dungeon at parties, right? Very ever, and so this was like the one time, totally naked, getting fucked by two beautiful, beautiful women and their strap-on cocks, and uh, getting fingered, and then I pretty much, I'm going to say, I got fisted. You know, it was like almost down. It was past. Did it go past the the knuckle? Right oh, okay, yeah, that's past the knuckle, it's right I- there. It's past all the fucking knuckles. First off, who gives a shit? (laughs) 
had, you had more than yeah. four and you, you, yeah. you just take the win. Well, it was so funny because we were negotiating. I'm like, okay, so just let you know, I've got a very long vagina. And <laughs> and you can just uh, cram as much of that in you as you feel that it is. Yeah, just, you know. Do you have a shopping cart? I can take the shopping cart. <laughs> just to let you know. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I got, I got my uh, cervix pounded fairly... Violently. Violently, yes. It was very nice. And uh, poor Alt and Anthony, he was standing at the door, him and, an, and a creeper, who I s- swear he was jacking off through his pants. I, I get up at one point and I see him. I'm like, you, get out of here now! Because, you know, I'm a dom and I can do sure. whatever the fuck I want. And so I shoot the boys away and then we had more fun. And, and at the end, she's like, are you okay? I'm like, well, let's just do some clit stuff. <laughs> Okay, we could do some clit stuff. So we did some more clit stuff, and then we called it a night, and Miss Rose Violet was so sweet. She was like, you know, you're so giving to others. I just wanted to give to you. I'm like, oh, I love you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, I was outside the, the door watching Yo, this, were you? by the way. I was in the did other you, room. I did, did not you, see any of this. You didn't hear it? We I, were here? Well, her. Oh, yeah, my you, God. We were in the kitchen, Michelle and, from and we 7-11. could hear you, and several people were like, who's that? And I think like three of us at the same time go, that's Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> It's a little oh my distinct. God, you were so loud. Oh, a little it was so, distinct. It was so funny because uh, Miss the Lucy, sickos, <laughs> you sickos, people in the other room. Miss <laughs> Lucy, mm, right? She goes, she goes. So, just to let you know, I've had Miss Rose Violet's cock, and I've came five times at once. I'm like, bitch, I got you beat. <laughs> <laughs> you lose count when you're watching Michelle. Yeah. You lose count of how many times she. Well, counts. that night aftershock. Oh, the aftershock yeah. ones. Yeah, you have the ones where you're just sitting there. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Bam! <laughs> you were sitting yeah. next to Kathy in the kitchen after a play scene, and all of a sudden you just started coming on the bench. <laughs> and you're like, aftershock! <laughs> I'm like, yes. technically that's know. not allowed in the threshold kitchen, but it's like, it's not like well, it is. You could stop it. No one was you. touching me. I'm all, have a grape? Here's, <laughs> here's. Ramon is just laughing. <laughs> He's just there. sitting back there going, that's, that's my girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So I like it because that's when I like to use my uh, Jedi Force orgasm. No. When I know she's after shocking, so I'll just look over her and do the fingering motion, and she'll just start <laughs> shivering. <laughs> so that's my Jedi powers. That uh, is pretty goddamn impressive. From a distance. These are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> you may balance upon my finger now. <laughs> Move along. No. You're ruining it. <laughs> Kathy, your turn Listen, to talk about your threesome. You're going to be very disappointed because there wasn't that much sexuality involved because we're you still getting to know You had a threesome. You've other. been building towards this. Yes, but, you know, there's a, there's a... Let me start by saying that it was not what I thought it was going to be. Okay. It was, it was a lot of, for me personally, uh, obstacles to overcome. Okay. Um, and there was a lot of unexpected... Uh, it was me, Creative Explorer, and Carrie. I got everybody's very permission. Good, very good. And uh, we spent the weekend together. And there was, there's just threesomes are not easy. I knew it going in, and I, and I, I'm not an exhibitionist. I feel always tremendous pressure. I'm always worrying about what other people think. On top of that, um, I, it's very, I can, it's very difficult for me to switch back and forth from top and bottom. Oh uh, uh, yeah, that's hard. Yeah, so I I knew that I was going to be in my submissive headspace for the whole time, and I don't always know how to relate to Carrie. Because uh, you guys submissive. are still relatively new, doing things. Together. Yeah, and not only that, when I'm w- with a woman, I'm usually topping her. 
Okay. It's it's rare that I bottom to women. Yeah. So I, how do I relate? You know, there was that whole dynamic. I, I know what my dynamic is with Creative Explorer. Uh, I'm getting to know her, uh, Carrie as a friend, and I just still don't know what my dynamic is with her. And here we all are, all three in the same apartment over the weekend, uh, trying to figure out who's going to play, who's going to do what, who's going to watch, how is this going to work. And there's just a lot of information coming my way. And so it was interesting. And it was something that obviously we're going to keep trying to keep see how that's, it goes. That's all yeah. I want to hear. We're not. A f- I'm not. I don't give up that is like you're all you're <laughs> a, go get her. I'm a trooper. <laughs> you I'm are gonna try again. Go get her, God damn it! Because you know she's a cutie and she's uh, but she's I, and she's I take things and very she's, slowly. She's I'm definitely laid back. Slowly and I, I it, it can be very it makes people very impatient. Some people it doesn't, but uh, I'm demisexual and I'm I'm simply not going to feel that attraction until I really get to know you. Right. And so um, I. It, this weekend was by no means premature. It was uh, I, I took in a lot of information and I'm processing, and then I'm sure we're going to get together and I'll discuss it. And uh, it was uh, the first for me, and uh, we'll see how it's it goes. First, you know, yeah. God damn it! Yay! Kathy, long time coming. You've been yes. you've been thinking through this. I Fucking have. bravo! Thank you. God damn bravo! <laughs> There's. I'm going to save that topic till next week because it really needs its own thing. What are you talking about? Nothing. Nothing. There one. I'm going to. I really quickly. I'll talk about the uh, uh, Sexplanations podcast um, before uh, Doctor Doe. Doctor Doe. We all. uh, You know. We know that uh, Kathy and I did. Um, the uh, Dr. Doe video, Sex Explanations, mm-hmm. um, the YouTube channel, very yeah. big YouTube. She's an amazing sex educator. It was really great. And uh, over 500,000 views. And so it's just been great. A lot of people have showed up to Threshold because of it, and a lot of people have come to our show because of it. And uh, so now the rumor is <gasps> got a little email from Dr. Doe. Because remember I told you she's hot for me or she should be hot for me. No, she's not yeah, hot no. for me, but she no. should be hot for me. No, no. But I was hot for her. That's but the she, only one you got right. She, yeah. did, <laughs> she didn't respond. Um, but she sent me an email because when, you know, I made that jingle for her. And mm-hmm. she's like, I can't really use it for the channel. But thank you. It's very funny. I like it. It's cute. And uh, and so she emailed me out of the blue and said, hey, I'm uh, I'm starting this explanations podcast. That's which is so going to cool. be fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. So, because it's Dr. D- I mean, we're all schleps, you know. <laughs> Here's somebody <laughs> with an actual degree who can say stuff and speak to an audience that we can't. And can. we're like, duh, we <laughs> had a threesome. I, she I had sent sex me, with a woman. She sent me this hot. outline that was like literally like three pages long and lines and just like all sorts bullet of different points. bullet points. And I'm like, we have a whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> we write on it before you try to erase the whiteboard. <laughs> so she's really organized. And I guess Michelle she's, finds the pen. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So I guess she's going to take, you know, she has like 200 videos, so she'll take like one of her videos that she does for her channel, and then she'll bring in a host and talk about it, and that she has some other things. I'm not going to give away uh, stuff that she has, but I think it's going to be a great show. And she said, hey, I gave the producers your jingle. They really like it. Can you do other jingles? Can you image my show? (gasps) So just like I do the jingles for Perverted Podcast, I can now, and of course, I'm like, well, I, I'm sure I can make some time yeah. uh-huh. for you, you know. And uh, are you going to make it classy though? 
it, it's definitely a st- it's not it's not and let's, if you don't like it please go fuck yourself yeah right? it's definitely exactly. a little more conducive to humans uh, than than our perverted fucking slop of scum uh, but no and we'll see what happens you know and but she really likes all the stuff I've given her and it's very exciting because Kathy and I talked about it um our mission and Dr. Doe's mission and Threshold's mission, they're the same mission is to give education to people, yeah, exactly. to give people empowerment where they don't feel empowerment, and to hopefully help them build their self-confidence sexually and build intimacy with their partners and have a lot of kinky fun. So all of our things do that. However, Kathy and I know Perverted Podcast, we're pretty extreme. Mm-hmm. Shooting darts inside of people's assholes and really yeah. just unbridled just mopping up menstrual blood mopping up menstrual blood I mean we really we are the perverts we are going to the extreme we are doing things so we are not appropriate for um, younger people younger people I mean I'm sure there's younger people that listen you should be over the age of 18 that's all I say hopefully if there's good information they're getting it Mm -hmm. but a show like Dr. Doe's really is able to talk to teenagers, frankly, age-appropriate conversations about sexuality. So to be a part of something like that, even if nothing comes from it, and just supporting that show and other shows, there's a lot of great educators there. Um, to be able to support that is kind of like us, the pervert sluts, still right. being supportive of an audience that we're just kind of hands-off. So it's yeah. kind of cool. That sounds yeah. really I'm, great. I'm very excited more to boogie s- jingles. I'm very yeah. more and j- Jesus making jingles is really just such a twist of my arm. <laughs> but yeah, they are a little more mainstream. So let's have hunger ask the general question. I'm not changing the jingle. I'm just going to do it, it for like three weeks more, and then maybe I'll rotate <laughs> another one. But that one, big. I just it's, like the wow. It's really I know, scary. Right? I love it. Look at that's his face. good. Hello, Unger. Hello, Boogie. Oh, it's a wonderful day. I'm very happy. How are you today? I'm feeling spiffy. And how are you, lovely Kathy? Today? Oh, oh my, I'm feeling just loverly. And Michelle, how are you? Wonderful to have you here. Oh, thank you. I'm doing Golly, just fine. Hell? Just fine. Just fine. Fine. Just fine. <laughs> don't wish it into the cornfield, Unger. God damn it. Just, just don't. So uh, the today's chat room question, we uh, upped it a notch. What was the question that we asked the chat room? Have you ever had something stuck in you or gotten something stuck in someone during play or sex? <laughs> and I wanted to hear what the chat room had to say because I know I have plenty of those stories. Yeah, me too. So do you, do we have any good ones? We we have quite a few. They um, answered this one. We actually have we actually have two people who have just joined the chat for the first time. Oh, uh, hello and welcome. Sticks and Southern both had condoms fall off inside a girl and got pushed further in during, oh. during sex. Were they able to retrieve it? Eventually. Okay, good. Eventually is good. Um Princessa had a butt plug stuck for about a half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. Apparently, a lot of lube was needed to 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 yeah. To, to get you got it a out. fish for oh, that one. Did she have to give birth to it like I did? Uh, um, just a lot of lube is all she said. Just yeah. speculum, stand up straight, and twerk. We should have done lube. Um, we had someone who wishes to <laughs> no. remain anonymous. No, it's not true. Get a t- 
toy. She didn't now not a sex toy, but a toy. She didn't go into like a, a little who get toy, the like, little, little like toy a Lego or like a Lego or an action figure or something. A Barbie, <laughs> a Superman. <laughs> Superman's uh, in my butthole. Um, uh, apparently, Mark chimed in on, in the chat room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Marty, so, yeah, I so wonder. And gave us an answer an with octopus? a marble. Oh, oh, that's right. <gasps> a marble? That was one of her first. She got a marble. Were you <laughs> playing marbles in, in her, her pussy? In her butt or her pussy? It was, it was, in, it was in her butt, right? Yeah. Ooh. And she had a marble stuck in her butt. She couldn't get out, and she might have been younger. A little younger. Oh, so not you're not with gonna, you. You're not, no, not with me. Oh, okay. I would have fished that shit out like a champ. Uh, I got tools, motherfucker. Um, I'll use a drinking straw if I have to. Oh, God, that's so play, disgusting. I, I've had needles stuck in me that weren't easy to retrieve and put in wrong. And that stuff. is an ama- like literally, like what? They just struck a bone and they, it they, they struck uh, um, pretty thick scar tissue Oh, and couldn't push it through. And they're like, I, I can't do yeah, this. Either and, way, and, it's And they're freaking out. And I'm sitting there going... You just push it through, and actually, it was a uh, co-top with with Abyss, right? And so Abyss is like, just push it, and Abyss actually had to come over and take care of it for the, the well. Per- the yeah, other and person. Y- it was the other person's first time putting a needle, so I can understand that if you hit anything, yeah, because yeah. normally scary. it goes through really smooth, yeah. and it just yeah, that's the the whole hype of it. But if you hit that thing, all of a sudden you're like, I've endangered the mission. <laughs> I'm oh, killing no. someone. No. Kind of, the plus Damn. is I didn't care. I'm right. There's going, just push it. Just push. <laughs> and I think the best one so far is uh, Akatan, who's been a regular in the chat room lately. Nice. Um, had Benoit balls stuck ah. for two days. Oh, the wow. winner. Most people struggle to keep those in. How the hell do you get them stuck? <laughs> Seriously. She, go she has that. very it's strong just, pussy. It was, it was amusing and then annoying and then amusing again. Uh, that Benoit balls will go nowhere. I squeeze my uterus. Oh, my God. I, had a I guess you could get it stuck behind the pelvic bone. I would think, yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. I don't know how. Because not going in the uterus, that's, that's for sure. Yeah. I had, a, I had a porn star I dated a long, 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 long time ago, and uh, I won't say her name because I, I don't, you know, whatever. Um, I have three fuck you songs written to her. She was sexy, but whatever. She oh, dumped me, broke my little emo heart. I wrote her poetry. I wrote her poetry, and she just couldn't handle the awesomeness, so she dumped me. Yeah, that's it. Um, plus, I was a, you you know, kind of a broke ass. Um, <laughs> but she got an eggplant stuck inside of her. For porn? Was she no, she was just a uh, girth earth lover and she got she just went down to a vegetable truck and bought the biggest eggplant she could had to go to the ear and then no she cut it out of herself with a knife and so she was bleeding and coming at the same time until she got enough pieces out to retrieve the rest of the eggplant oh Oh my humanity that's That's hot that's a commitment that's hot that's totally hot yeah so she was there and just bleeding and coming for hours and hours and hours and that's what we do Mm. thank you Unger. oh and apparently uh emily just chimed in that also the butt plug Butt yeah, plugs. butt so plugs. Very, those those little, very popular. Those they little are. jeweled butt plugs are only a few bucks on eBay and Amazon, but uh, if you're getting going with them, and you're especially if you're doing intercourse with the butt plug in, you can pound that little thing through a luby butthole pretty easily. So yes, be wary. Tie a rope around it. Maybe a little dental, dental floss. floss. <laughs> a little dental floss. <laughs> Leave it hanging there. Just tie the dental floss around the bottom of your nut sack. Uh-huh. Or your fake nut sack, if you know, or the base of your uh, uh-huh. of your fake cock, yeah. and uh, in that way, uh, you know, then you just jump back. It's like when you ah! go in the ocean and you have the boogie board tied to your <laughs> ankle, the leash, <laughs> the leg leash, pretty much. 
Don't worry, baby. Shark's coming. Oh! Gotta get your kink right. All types on Fat Life. Finger in the pee hole for some. It's a big delight. Fet Life stuff. <laughs> for your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do it's so. It's the chair. It's the fucking it's chair. The fucking oh chair. It's like four people I'm in that chair. And she read the type Fet Life Fet stuff. <laughs> you are very thorough. I try. <laughs> very oh thorough. You know what? I. I you, you give it to me. You, you, yes, I'm gonna. I'm, I was thinking to myself, I'm not gonna give the intro anymore to Coast, but that is hilarious. <laughs> I think we gotta keep it. That's more for Kathy and I. That really is. The listeners are like, God I'm damn like, it! Oh, oh, I get to talk. I get to read. <laughs> oh. All right, Kathy, bring us in. What what is our topic? Oh, today's topic is brought to us by Goldie Dawn. Very good. The name of the post is My Touch Protocol. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. She tells us, this is one you found, actually. Yes. Yes. She says, I do not like unsolicited touch. I do not like having to defend the rights of my personal space, but I can and I will. I like being an exhibitionist when the mood strikes me. Should I want to be a tease with a suggestive outfit and come fuck me shoes? That is my right. Your unsolicited touches on my body are not accessories to my outfit. I do enjoy hugs from those who I consider my people. If you want to negotiate time where your hands can wander around my body, ask. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is... This was never... This uh, is like, I felt old and I just heard a bunch of old being like, Meh, remember the day when you used to just be able to molest someone and you were just called overly friendly? Remember? That? No, I don't remember, remember those that. days before these kids. You mean like Uncle Carlos? Goddamn consent! <laughs> remember when you could get a girl drunk and rape her, and you could just say you got carried away? Oh, remember those days, like Uncle Carlos? Stop. <laughs> remember? Stop! Remember those Uncle days? Carlos? Yeah. Asking now, permission takes away from the excitement of a good rape. God damn it! Oh my god! Remember those days? <laughs> Dr. Doe's going to run in the other direction. It ruins the spontaneity. It ruins the spontaneity. How many times do I fucking... I literally... There was somebody new in the kitchen of Threshold. They never came back. And this guy started talking about, you know, he's here and he likes rough sex. And he tells me about this very sketchy sounding play scene he had with somebody. And then he's like, yeah, I don't... You know, the consent thing is kind of weird, but you just... It kills the spontaneity. And I literally... I had no patience because it was a dude. And I go, you're talking like a fucking rapist. And because he had said a bunch of triggery fucking shit. And he's like, what do you mean? And I go, you don't give a fuck about the other person. And you're just going to, you know, like Louis C.K. joke. Oh, you're just going to rape someone on the off chance that they like it and hope it works out for you. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, but it's... it's," And I'm all, no, dude, that's that's called rape. You're talking about rape. This is about consent. The guy never came back. I just had no fucks to give. So, uh, yeah, a lot of people don't understand boundaries. And it's kind of weird. Because my first reaction on this post when I read it, I was like, fuck yeah, I want to defend this because I hate being touched. I don't like people touching me. People, hey, blah, blah, blah. And so it's like hugs are very tentative. You know, just give me that fucking okay, fine, if you got to fucking do it. Um, but, you know, handshakes, not even that into handshakes. A fist bump, I'm totally cool with that. Um, I like to, obviously, I like to give girls hug because I like girls. Um, but I just don't really, in general, like a lot of people touching me. So my first thing was like, yeah, and... And at Threshold especially, 
there's actually a higher, much higher percentage of people that actually consider the other person. Hey, maybe the body language is they stiffen up. They maybe they don't want to be touched. It's not, it's not like it used to be, where people just there were touchy people, and then you know everyone had to deal with it. Mm -hmm. But then I kind of realized that I'm only getting half the picture because I myself don't like to be touched. What do you guys? I hate uh, when people touch me without my permission. I'm a big old prude about it. Um, I actually have a sister who feels the exact opposite. Like mm-hmm. she, she thinks it's her right to <laughs> sure. hug you whenever she wants, and and uh, uh, it's just amazing to me that I sometimes have to defend my position because, it, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it should be common knowledge that you don't approach somebody you don't i mean when we met laz for the first time he comes over and he stopped and he looked at me and goes can i have a hug right. and i was like okay i like this guy immediately already because right. he's at least understanding that i'm my i'm a person and i have my desires and and you can't just come in because you want something and take it and because a hug is meant as a friendly thing, mm-hmm. it's not thought of in the same way as, you know, a body slam <laughs> because sure. that's meant in an aggressive way. But as far as I'm concerned, the two are equal. You you need permission to do fucking both. And it, it makes me really upset when someone thinks they have the right to come up and give me a big bear hug without my permission. What's your opinion? For me, I'm a very, I'm the very touchy-feely person. I like to touch people, give them hugs and butt swats and all that. So um, I had to learn real quick, real fast, ask permission. And and I have no problem with that. I I want to show that person respect. So I, I often know it's like, okay, well, you know, uh, can I have a hug? You know, or and also like sometimes I'll uh, I'll ask if they've got their sir or their miss with them. May I hug your your submissive? You know, just so that I don't like step on any like shoes or anything. But um, but know this: if I'm good friends with you and we are in a, 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 a like we've hugged before, I'm gonna be at a munch and I will slap you on the ass without you knowing and run off. I, I'm playful that way, and and I figure you know what, we're friends. We know each other. If that's not okay with you, you can tell me. You're lucky you haven't done that to me. I have done that to you. She has swatted me before, and I just looked at her like, what the fuck did you just do? (laughs) (laughs) Like, even just a little pat. Like, just like, she can't even help it. Like, just that little. And I'm like, yeah, I've hugged you, but that's my ass, bitch. You need to bind her hands or something. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I will. I will give butt swats. I've given butt swats at work. I gave my kids, they just know, and they know. And then you put their dirty hands in someone's mouth, you okay. dirty girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so, so go ahead. You know, so that's the thing. It's like, you know, if we're good friends, you you can tell me if that if you don't want me to do that anymore. Michelle, and, don't and touch my Don't do anymore. that to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> so I I'll just go for the pussy in the crotch. No. Yes. <laughs> God. Only Never with lube. You better have a handful of lube. That's all I'm going to say. You're going to finish no. the job, God damn it. Yeah, so I'm on the opposite. On the opposite side. So I did a little research because now that I'm not on the board at Threshold anymore, I have more time. And so I wanted to actually start uh, investigating things. So this led to a lot of other conversations that I had in my head. Um, so I went online and I found psychologists... Um, use a term uh, a lot called sensory defensiveness mm. uh, which is the uh, which means that touch 
fills you with anxiety, which is why we don't want to be touched. Uh, some of this is, is nature, and a lot of this is nurture. Uh, people who have either had instances where they have had to kind of start surviving a much younger age, they've had bad experiences, they've been touched inappropriately, they've been hit, they've had awkward things, the you know, the uh, extra tight, inappropriate uncle hugs, um, all yes. sorts. God damn it, I didn't put the fucking jingle in. Um, <laughs> wait, okay, you ready? Yeah. How about this jingle? Yeah. Don't fucking touch me! Don't fucking touch me! Don't fucking touch me! I'll smack you, bitch! Don't fucking touch me! Don't fucking touch me! <laughs> you guys are supposed to laugh <laughs> like we. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. thanks. You can put that yeah. in later. Yeah, I'm gonna put that in later. <laughs> okay. Thanks for thanks for the fake laughter. So, um, there's there's definitely re- and of course me, I was I was beat the shit. I had to be defensive my entire childhood. So I'm very tentative about uh, touching, and it gives me a lot of anxiety. But on the other hand, that is literally only a percentage of human beings that have that that sensory defensiveness um but for nature touching is part of our social bonding as animals it is how we communicate it is part of the body language it is part of the mating rituals and attraction and things like that but now we've gotten to an age to where we are starting to understand that not everyone fits in that one box. And that's where people used to say, oh, I'm just being friendly. That's what I do. I'm a friendly person, and I like to touch. And and it was socially like you were weird if you didn't want to shake someone's hand. You were weird mm-hmm. if you didn't want to yeah. give a hug to someone. It was considered impolite. In some cultures, it's considered incredibly disrespectful to not give a hug or a kiss or, or at least a proper handshake or something like that. So now we're entering in this time where people are saying, hey, you know what? This has nothing to do with whether or not I, I want to be a human or not. This is me being the type of human that I am, that you don't get to put me into a box you know, if there's people that like touching, well, then that's okay. Right. Then you can be touchy with those people. But to people who don't like to be touched, that means you have to acknowledge me as a person, and people mm-hmm. don't like doing that. That's true. Hmm. What? More thoughts. Dead air. What? <laughs> I, I, <guess. laughs> I think you're, we've canvassed this. You're, 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 you're a conflict. <laughs> no, I'm always going to be conflicted about this because I, like I said, I, I actually... I don't think I made my case strong enough. I really don't like it when people <laughs> touch me. I don't like shaking hands unless I'm the one who instigated it. I don't like... I just don't like it unless I give permission. And I think it is rooted in my childhood. And I really don't have that big of a desire to delve into that. But uh, I I feel very strongly about it. And I always feel, just like you said, I'm the odd one out. Like like it's like I'm strange. Like there's something wrong with it, me because I don't like physical proximity. You are to not. People. You are part of actually a very large percentage of people who have this. Yeah. Um, what is it? I can't pronounce it. I know it's a half a phobia. Uh, or hafophobia is the fear it's of being touched. It's only half a phobia. It's right. It's, <laughs> it's only half a phobia. phobia. Huh? It's not a full phobia. It's not a full <laughs> phobia. But it's half a ph- is the fear of being touched. And uh, so I'm like, well, okay, so what are the fixes for these things? Obviously, uh, for the touchy, set boundaries. Mm-hmm. If you're somebody like Kathy, by the way, Kathy and I have hugged twice in the eight years that we know and each other. it was forced. And it was forced. Uh, um, we don't we touch, to we don't shake hands. We- I hit her with a newspaper once, and that was bad. Oh. That, that did not go well. Um, you rolled it up like I was a dog and, hit, <gasps> and, and whacked me over the head oh, with it. Oh, hell no. It was like 
Empath- no, that's how uh, hard it is is not the point. I understand that now, Kathy. Well, now? What do you mean now? Well, now I have. When's the last time I hit you in the head with a newspaper? That was pretty much a one and done, don't you think? I learned. Um, so, but what I'm saying is, and I learned because I care about this person, and I spent time to allow that this person, regardless of their. Uh, you know, whether I agree with their personal boundaries or not right. doesn't matter. That's their personal boundaries. So to the person who doesn't like to be touched, absolutely believe in yourself and be okay with setting your boundaries. Don't be embarrassed to say, hey, I don't hug people I don't know. Like when people come up and hug you, I've done it to people bunches of time. Like I'd be in like an AA meeting or something and dudes are like all over you. And I'm like, hey, dude, I don't like being touched. And they're like, Ugh! and I'm like, that's my boundary. Fuck off. You know, yeah. and and so I've done that with people here at the dungeon. Don't be ashamed to set your boundaries. And if people shame you for having a boundary, then that's obviously somebody who is not considering you as a human being. They just want to use you and put you in a box yeah. that they think everyone should be. If you are the touch-er, if you are somebody like my Michelle is a fantastic example, mm-hmm. um, then you have to watch for body language because yes. there are people who do like to be touched it's not most people i don't i don't know what the percentage is i didn't get that deep into it um but a lot of people do enjoy that touch and maybe a hand on the on the shoulder or whatever because in in a lot of uh, circumstances that shows a level of trust and that you're being vulnerable by to someone by putting a hand on them or touching them or, or showing that there's a connection so for the people that do enjoy that that's great but you have to watch for that body language you have to watch if you go to t- touch somebody and they pull back or they look stiff or their eyes go wide or some something that shows that something is not welcoming then back off and be respectful and ask if you can touch mm-hmm. it's very very simple to find out yeah, I you got that, that michelle i do that <laughs> no and we I've, got, have- <laughs> I've got a very good friend who is very you know i don't do touch at all i'm like oh okay so you know i'll she she you know just like barely will touch me and and I'm that's fine I, I have no problem with that but you know with her I know and I and I understand you know she's you know explained a little bit of what she's been through and it's totally yeah. acceptable and sometimes it is creepy um, sometimes it is absolutely yeah. an excuse to grope or to yeah. uh, suck energy I mean so was it was it you that that douchebag in the fucking uh, lobby some old fart. Was talking. I think it was talking to Mark, and he kept like putting his hand on her. Oh, yeah. And after the second time, I'm all, "Why are you touching her?" Yeah. And he's like, "Ah, oh, I'm just friendly." And I go, "No, we don't do that here. You ask permission yeah. if you want to touch someone. Get your hands off my fucking chick." Yeah. Where are all these douchebags you're meeting in the club. I never see these. Yeah, people. they're not here long after Unger and I get through with them. <laughs> <That's> good. <laughs> Unger. So that guy Let's didn't come back younger. either. You know, because some people are like that. They want to use it. Oh, I'm just being friendly. I'm just being friendly. Yeah. I'm just being friendly. Well, you know, you fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. Good topic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Well, let's move That's, on. That was good. Are we going to pick a fetish roulette? Yes. Papi Ramon is P- going to pick the fetish roulette. Hi, Papi. Papi Ramon, what do we got? What you got? What you got? Hunger, anything going on in the chat room? Um, We've been discussing the touching. Um, A lot of people are at the 
as long as they have permission, but even then, sometimes no, sometimes yes. Sure. Uh, the whole spectrum. So some people are like, yes, please, come along. So Touch me. Hey, is Laz know. there? Laz, of course, is in the chat Tell room. Tell him thank you for mailing us even more buttons. Oh, that's Laz, awesome. thank you for mailing us even more buttons. Thank uh, <laughs> you. suck, Unger. Oh, my Jesus. Well, he that was, is not funny. By the way, he let, listens me just, to the ch- let me what? just say uh, oh, oh, that Jesus during Jesus the Christ, day, it's coming. During the threesome, yeah. I learned a new uh, hard limit. <gasps> <laughs> they, those two broke me. Creative Ex- Explorer and Carrie broke me. I can no longer stand puns. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a fucking pun fest oh, the entire weekend until finally I couldn't even pretend. Every, they would do one and I would just look at them with this blank face that just just uh, like I hate you. Sucked all the I fun out of the room. <laughs> yes. You fucking shop back of sexy. life. They broke me, man. Oh my I can't God. even pretend anymore. That's okay, so I, so I shouldn't have said that this last topic was literally touchy. A touchy See, subject. I got nothing. See, oh, <laughs> just get a blank See I did. I literally skipped over because it, it was so bad. It's so now bad that I know. Shame. But if I would have known, I would have said the pun just to see. Mm, no. Yeah. Okay. Papi Ramon, you got a fetish roulette for us for next week. The fetish is fear slash mindfuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now there's so something I can get into. Yummy. I'm my favorite. Oh, there is that. something I can. Off. No, I need oh, to remember. I need to remember. Kind of like the kind of like the featured orgasm. I forgot to edit for this. Yes, show. I see it on the board. It's, no uh, there it is. Yeah. Uh, next week, it's an anonymous one, uh, Ooh, but sent I'm in. I have two for two months in a row. Two that are listeners that are not friend. I mean, local. You know, they're people from far away, and they mm-hmm. send in their orgasms. So that will be, be next week. Very but uh, also fear and mind fuck we will be talking about, which is a lot of fun because I've been getting more into uh, this kind of thing and humiliation play. And, and Love uh, humiliation play. Yeah. What the hell was that, Unger? Yes, Unger? I just... It's it's a topic I enjoy. Oh, he did oh God, a weird silent it. Muppet laugh. <laughs> he looked like a silent... Like I'm a, going... Yeah. I'm right there with you. Hey, Unger, you want to do this with me? Yeah, I could. Uh, yes, sure. All right, let's sit down, let's sit do down sometime all. this week at a party, and we'll just take some notes and what we want to talk uh, about, uh, and, then, uh, and then we'll talk about uh, fetish. Uh, we'll uh, do. Uh, uh, I'll have to come. You're going to be here. Actually, I'm not Saturday. What? I'm actually not going to be here this Saturday. Or Friday? What party's Friday? Oh, there it's a rental. No That's yeah. right. There is no party. Oh, God damn it. I will be here. Uh, we'll, talk we'll talk on the phone. Oh, okay. for crying out loud, what? ladies. <laughs> what? We're going we're gonna to do a, a dual thing. my calendar. <laughs> Michelle wants to be, well, she's pouting right now. She's like, that's my gig. I love that stuff. Oh, God, Jesus like, I'm sorry, there's no room right, for let's you. let's set up a meeting. Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good topic. We're going to have lots <laughs> to say about it. It's going to be cool. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. <laughs> For your peace of mind. No. Just know that I'm a therapist. That you are not a therapist. <laughs> You're not. I am. No. Foxtrot wrote to us at uh, pervertedpodcast.gmail.com. She says, oh, was it he? You know what? I have no clue. Foxtrot wrote to us before, and that's why I broke See, because it could be both. I tried to, cl- to look up Foxtrot, and I couldn't find them. I think Foxtrot is a she, and Foxtrot, if you're listening, I apologize. In any case, Foxtrot said, From my brief introduction to BDSM, I have sensed a feeling of dislike slash hate toward female doms. I find that many men complain that mistresses are outright mean and demanding. 
Do you think some of this might stem from the double standards found in not-fet society, where male aggression is regarded as a positive characteristic and equated to confidence and bravado, while female aggression is equated to bitchiness and bossiness? What you? Mm-hmm. What I have an opinion. Yeah, I'm you have I, that I, I look do. on your face is gonna be like I'm gonna fuck with you all. No, I don't think I'm gonna fuck with you at all because okay. I'm coming from an uh, observation that's not a female dominant. Okay. So I'm as a dominant or as a top viewing other female dominants, and at at least at threshold, mm-hmm. I don't see any real difference. A douche is a douche. There are douche-dominant males. Mm-hmm. There are female dominants that are douchebags. I think it really comes down to the, I don't think there's any more. It's when there's a group of douches, and if maybe an event maybe attracts more douches than others, like there's certain events that we have in our community that a lot more like leathery men will show up and uh, pissing contest, and you'll find a little bit more of, of kind of that douchey thing. But I don't notice really a difference by you know like more women are uh, assumed in at least at, uh, around here are assumed to be more douchey than the men that's just my honest observation right well i thought this was going to be a great topic for my michelle to weigh in on since she is a huge part of the femdom community around here and i pretty much just only hang out here at threshold but you attend lots of femdom parties I, throughout the la mm-hmm. area yeah i I noticed that a lot of the the boys who complain are the ones who are mostly in frenzy. Uh, some of them are sub frenzy, yeah, sub frenzy. A lot of them are like that all the time. They don't ever come out of it. And uh, they can you, can you talk about what sub frenzy is for anybody who doesn't okay, know? Okay, so sub frenzy is where you're fairly new to the community and you want to try it all and you want it, you want it, and you you don't think about your normal life stuff and you just you're just focusing on getting the prize getting that like fix. a kinky crackhead like yeah exactly you know um so i, I noticed that a lot of those boys they they kind of go through a bunch of female doms because they're they can get very pushy on what they want and they expect that we will just do oh well if you really want to put me in subspace you will wear fishnet hose and um, put your feet in my face well that's great but i don't that's not my kink i don't really like that you know can i put a needle through your dick no okay then bye-bye hmm. damn know. michelle <laughs> it's a bit extreme <laughs> <laughs> i know you've done she, that before she pulls out the hammer <laughs> Well, you know, but <laughs> it sounds like um, I, I'm, I'm going to say something really rude. Do it. These guys sound kind of dumb. Don't they understand the whole femdom? That's that the, that, that, that you're there the to thing. serve somebody? Yeah, they, <laughs> they, don't, they don't seem to get that, that it is, uh, they're not in control. They don't, they, yes, they do have a say in negotiations and, and what um, we were going to do to them and this and that but you know and all in all it's um it's what we're doing it's we're the ones who's calling the shots not them right and i believe that there is that double standard <laughs> there is because let's face it men are generally more aggressive and dominant that that's just comes with the territory you're so you're a saying man, when a, yeah. so when a woman acts 
I mean, I'm not saying I don't I understand the dominance. I think it's hard for men to tone it down. I think it's hard to tone down their natural natural dominance, their natural aggression. Mm-hmm. And I think that they don't understand how to reverse it. They don't understand how to look at a woman and say, oh, she's taking on the aggressive role. Now, they mm-hmm. don't know how to take so on So you're the- talking about the male submissive yes. having a hard time with that exactly. transfer. Exactly. I've seen, I've seen uh, a very well-known... Male submissive take a new femdom and basically mold her, and he's in there negotiating with bunny ears on how this scene is going to go. And I think I know who you're talking about. And he's touching her and he's telling her, and like we can do this and we can do that. And, and I'm like, oh man. So yeah, they are very aggressive and they're very pushy, and um, I don't play with those boys. Yeah. So they're basically just trying to treat every female dominant like a pro dom, like a fetish. Like here's, yes. like here's, like a fetish like, yeah, here's, here's here, my yeah. list. This yeah. is this is it. This and, is what I like, and, and and I suppose if you're gonna pay them, then why. you know, and that's you have why the right to do that. Yeah, when exactly. I've done pro dom work, you tell me what you want and pay me, and if I want it, if I'm willing to do that, then yeah. fuck it, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you can't treat people that uh, that aren't in that situation. Yeah, exactly. That is, I I didn't think about that from the standpoint of the submissive. Uh, male not being able to make that because I'm not a male submissive, yeah. right. but I can surely I, think it's hard I can to make that. Switch, I've surely heard those types of complaints, and it and it makes it tough for the actual submissive boys and actual respectful bottom boys because then a lot of the women are on guard. Yeah, we're on guard, and we're like, okay, what the fuck do you want from me? What do you want from me? Oh well, mistress, may I get you what? What do you want? What do you want from me? You know, so. Yeah, so and, those poor people who show up and actually are respectful. Yeah. And, well, okay. And, and, and I try to, and I, I do try to, you know, like keep my, I keep boundaries up, but I also look and I watch and I pay That's, attention. I pay attention I to the people and who they are and what they're doing. And so you do give them a chance and you leave that of open course. because I was just going to say, well, yeah. hang on, it's up to the the dominant to still not treat every person exactly. like a like an absolute guaranteed abuser when that's not the case. You mm-hmm. give them just the same thing with the touching thing. Exactly. You know that yeah. you what you treat a person as an individual, you can have your guard up. Absolutely have your guard up. I have a guard up as a male dom when people start, when play partners say some stuff that's kind of like, <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, warning flag. But it doesn't mean that every person's yeah. going to be like but that. But I've, I've made, I've met some really amazing boys, really. They're, uh, the guys that I play with are, are really just excellent men. So good. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, yes, Papi Ramon. Oh, we got, we got hunger, dude. Uh, so like you were saying, yeah, a, a douche is a douche, whether it's a guy or a female. Um, you know, I've seen female doms coming in and just try to dom everybody. Even sure. Male yeah, doms. I've seen that I've too. seen men come in and, and try to dom everyone. So yeah. I don't think they're, well, yes, there's a double standard, but a douche is a douche. They're going to come in with that mindset. I've seen many femme doms come in that are good at being a dom. Right. They, they're assertive. They're confident, but they're not bitchy right there's a thin line too but you could see the difference and so if you're a male sub and you see that just like she said, like Ms. Ms. michelle just stay away yeah. you don't want to be around that female dom who's bitchy yeah all right there's plenty of other ones go that way like me like, like <laughs> sweet, yeah, yeah. You're just sweet and lovely until the needle goes in your fucking dickhole. 
<laughs> oh, you'll treat him like a person. <laughs> a pin cushy person. Like the guy with the bat wings. <laughs> oh, Jesus oh. Christ. Yes, Unger. Wait, sorry, hang on a sec. Okay, go. Okay. <laughs> um, actually, yeah, I've heard this for a very long time. It's, I've actually seen it at Threshold less than other places over the years. Um, and, and I've been in just about every role you can take over the years and been in every community for a very long time. So it, it's not new. It's just how people are. Um, mm-hmm. It does get annoying. And I, I, I get annoyed at the when I see guys doing it. I, I DM the fem, fem, uh, domination for a year, and I'd see it, and I'd be like, I kind of just want to kick you out. <laughs> when it was, you really, don't get when it. was really yes. bad, I actually wanted to because it, it wasn't the spirit of the party. Right. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the theme of the party. I actually felt that I didn't. I never did because that wouldn't be right. But Sure, it's right. DM has discretion, goddammit. Yes, they do. Um, and I use that discretion to not kick them out. Um, <laughs> wow. To let... The the Vemdoms basically ignore the person after a period of time. Which yeah. is why Unger's the DM and not you, Boogie. Because you would be kicking people <laughs> oh, out left God. and right. <laughs> <laughs> no, not left and right, but there, there are definitely people. This is a business, and if you're creating a vibe in this business that makes uh, the majority of the people uncomfortable because you're just a selfish prick, our nonprofit organization has no need for you, and you should go somewhere where you can either pay to create a list or fuck off. That's my thought. Mm-hmm. My That's my thought. Okay. But yes, Unger is much more patient. Her. Much, Shaka. much Let's more patient. On. Let us move on to, to what uh, I can't read. It's a the vaginas and paninuses, things we find interesting. This is the random topic we are gonna talk about now. I just the jingle makes me happy. It's vaginas and paninuses. Vaginas, vaginas and paninuses. Okay, so. I don't know how much trouble I'm going to get in. A lot? With this. Uh, Usually is a lot. With this topic. Um, because I'm talking about um, impressions that people put on people, peer pressures, social pressures, um, shame and guilt, uh, all surrounding this term called uh, sex objects in regards to uh, women, mostly. Um, don't look at women as sex objects. Women shouldn't be objects. Don't treat women as an object. Um, object, object, object. And so I have to... Yes, Unger? Uh, just noting how well this flows from the last topic, which is basically what a lot of these guys are doing. Yes, exactly. So, you are, so that is true, and I will get yes. to the action part yeah. of this uh, <laughs> hopefully <laughs> later. But look it is Unger go. It I is know, very right? good. Way to stitch that together like a <laughs> VR camera program. Oh I know my God. job. Did you see that? I did what some nerd in there. You, you did what? very well. We're getting VR, 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 virtual reality equipment. Oh, okay. So, um, so I thought about this because, of course, I have to, I have to think about who, who is Boogie. You know, who do I want to be? Because most of your identity is basically just the bullshit that I want people to see me as, and not who I truly am or whatever. Because who is ever going to find that out? Is this the existential portion of the show? This is um, it, it's it's <laughs> it was existential for a little bit, but it is about identity, and identity is existential. Oh, okay. this is true. Um, there we go. So I wanted to because you got to add. I got it. I've done much better in my life breaking things down below me. You know, there's like okay, here's a fear. Well, what? 
meant that fear? Was that fear a program? Did that fear come from something? Was it an experience? Is it nature? Is it something just nat- you know that happens based on culture? I really try to break these things down. And and who is actually saying it? And what are they motivated by? Is this some group that's trying to sell us a uh, you know a better stick of deodorant? And so they're impressioning us with these messages. You know, I really try to go a little bit deeper so I can find at least some level of honesty Mm -hmm. about the fact that I have a very strong, uh, when I see people, how I interpret them at my first sight. Mm -hmm. And it really got me thinking, sex object, because it's you bad, don't don't look at women as as, as a sex object, don't look at women as a sex object. And I had to stop in my little existential moment. I said, wait a minute, every fucking thing that is on earth is an object. Everything that you see, everything that you come into, whether it is a box on the street, a car, a human, an animal, a tree, that is an object that your brain must now interpret, what am I going to do with this, and how am I going to interact with this object? If you are walking down a path and there is a rock there, your brain has to objectify that and say, what is this object and how does it affect me? When I go down the street... Uh, and I see what I prejudice as a sketchy looking person, um, like either a homeless person that's looking a little irate and, you know, or whatever. Well, now I'm deciding on, is this person somebody I should fear? Is this person I should avoid? Should I proceed? How do I? So it's not just one thing. It's Mm -hmm. everything that we have to interpret. Now then with women, I absolutely Every woman that I look at, just about, um, there's like a whole list, and I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one on earth. Um, Would I fuck her? How would I fuck her? Under what circumstance would I fuck her? Would she have to be 20 years older, 20 years younger, Um, 50 pounds lighter, 50 pounds heavier? What if she had this color hair? It is an actual list. When I first see a woman... I am a very sexual person, and I'm very attracted to women. So I have to be honest. That is, when I go down the street, there is this whole process, and then my brain goes to the next level of of deciding, oh, I can lust after that person or whatever. The difference is, for me, as a hopeful ethical predator, is what I do with that objectification. And what is the next level? If I continue on that objectification and I look at this person as something that uh, is a sex object to me and then I approach that person and harass that person or get aggressive with that person, uh, you know, beyond what's appropriate, then I have now entered what Unger's talking about, um, where you are now objectifying somebody in action. Mm-hmm. But is it is it bad that I have that, and if it is under the category of bad, why am I like that? Why are people like that? Is this go back to attraction to the opposite sex or whatever sex that you're attracted to? Is that part of our mating rituals? Is it part of how uh, we, I mean, we watch tons of nature shows, you know, the there's all sorts of things that animals do to make themselves attractive to other animals for mating and purposes. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that I'm completely off base with the fact that I am attracted to women and that I have a little thing that I go through with each woman that I encounter. But afterwards, if I talk to that woman 
now I have the next level. Now they have talked to me. Now they have shown whether they are intelligent, whether they are I- interested in me, which usually is no. Um, and then they ha- then my brain has to put them in another category. Okay, this person's going to be a friend. This person's going to be a chick bro. This is, you know, whatever. That's the next step. But should I feel shame for my initial reaction? How can you feel shame for something you have no control over? I have to, I have to agree. Because I think I'm by no means an expert, but that stuff is hardwired into us. You you can't you can't fight against evolution. You can't fight against your own uh, DNA and your own genetics, and you certainly can't fight against the upbringing that you had because you had no say in it whatsoever. You had no say in any of those things. So the best I think that we can hope for is to try and mitigate all of those natural urges. And do what you do and and accept that that's the way that we are and we're going to have those and then allow your intellectual mind to engage immediately following that initial uh, observation and not, as you've said before, not let that baser part of yourself be in the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. I I just, uh, I think that this is a timely topic because everywhere you look these days on social media online on the news you see people getting so offended at what other people are thinking about them or how they're discussing who they are and i think that there is a vast difference between the your initial urges that you have no control over and then what you do with those urges after i yeah i mean she says it all it's <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah well you know it is uh you know i see a guy and i'm like oh i could do a lot of stuff to him i could put that needle through his cock <laughs> do you do that every guy used to mostly when you come into a guy what are your kind of what is your natural prejudice that you have uh, I, about a dude i'm very predatorial okay so i like i kind of like size them up and i'm like okay you know is he all right he's kind of dominant uh, what could I do? Or, oh, yeah, he's very submissive. And so I like, I go through those. And then, you know, I also have a certain type of guy that I really like. But then, you know, I just kind of, I don't know. I, it's like all a bunch of little things jumbled up. But then, you know, you actually have to talk to the person and um, and then really kind of get to know him. I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, he's not mentally there for me so he's good you for know? a needle in the dick but just not gag anything him. else he's just yeah. got to be a ball gag yeah. guy yeah you know i mean for me i really like intelligent nerdy guys that's uh, that's what i really like and um <laughs> look poppy ramon just smiled <laughs> like just a shitty smile just like a yeah that's me <laughs> you know so i mean that that for me will trump looks right. you know uh I mean, there's this, the one guy. Uh, he is so fucking hot, but I'm sorry, I can't help it. Let I go of the cord. Then, tea. then have Ramon come on and play with his fucking dick or something. <laughs> don't I twist mean, it like that. Don't twist. I the, cannot do that. that don't twist. That don't I've twist been, the cord. Those I've headphones been, are a hundred bucks. I've been trying to fix that all night long. <laughs> don't just leave it. Just leave it. We oh. need to give her a plushie toy. Reach up and get Spike back there. Get Spike. Okay. You can tweak Spike's dick. <laughs> Spike doesn't have a dick. He's well, a apparently, if she tweaks pineapple. it enough. But you know, so uh, <laughs> you know, I you know, hot guys don't generally do it for me on a long term thing. You know, yeah, you're pretty, and I'll hit you with shit. But, you know, if you can't, like, make me laugh and you don't interest me, then I don't want anything else to do with you. 
So you like what you like. Like Kathy said, you can't help it. That's that's your, as I like to say, that's your favorite flavor of ice cream. Sure. That's what you enjoy. That's what oh, you want to eat up. Cream. That's. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Diet much? Jesus <laughs> Christ, <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> Don't say ice cream in front of her. <laughs> God, that's so you just objectified her with ice cream. <laughs> so, yeah, you're going to objectify because that's what you like. You can't help it. You know, and like Kathy said, it's the action you take with that. Do you go politely and try something or do you just aggressively go and just ah, grab her tits? You know, there is a right way and a wrong way to approach it. Am I it. fantasizing about that? Yes, yes of course. Duh. You know, I, I see a girl, like you said, a checklist and I'm like, oh, yeah, hot. All right, cool. Oh, wait, no, she's got no ass. Never mind. It's kind of, yeah, you know, this or that. Or, yeah. And then you fantasize. Okay, how would I fuck her? Oh, yeah, I'll do this. Oh, yeah, oh, cool. I'll do that. And then it's, but would I date her? You talk to her. Yeah, no, I'd fuck you, but I wouldn't date you. Right. So there's that checklist, you know, and, and as you get to know. And I've had people where it's like, I didn't find too attractive. But after I started talking, all right, you know Actually, what? You become, you know, yeah, now yeah, you become, you're kind of, you're hitting some buttons here. So it, it changes. It, it's it's perception. You just can't help what you like. It, you, and I don't, you can do to change that. I don't think there's anything wrong. Because there are a number of men and women. I mean, mostly men. I don't get objectified very often. Um, I've objectified you. Yes, you have. Don't touch my ass anymore. Um, you can objectify me all you want in your mind. Uh, my dick is yours. You can stick 80 needles. You can make my dick look like fucking Hellraiser. I've masturbated to you before. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> Hold that. Reverse. Rewind. What was he doing? (laughs) I like how she's just squeezing Spike a little bit tighter. I don't think I was in control in this fantasy. Tell us about it. (laughs) Go on. Uh, Oh, no. He was actually fucking me. Oh. So, yeah. It was like. Were you on all fours? No, I I was looking him in the face, so it was Aww. like. Was Ew. I petting your hair and telling you how special you were to me, Ew. and your feelings really mattered? <laughs> no, because that's what I do when I walk down the street. I go, I wonder if she writes poetry. No, I wonder if we could be Plutonic friends and then talk about science and how to better educate the homeless. That's exactly what I do to every right. woman when I walk down the street. Uh-huh. But no, favor me about your fantasy. No, no, we were like like full on like what I call pig fucking, just like. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I watch a lot of pig fucking videos, and that's exactly what they do. <laughs> Oink. They're like pirate pigs. Are you dry humping, Spike? But let me Put ask. that plushy down. I love this, by the way. I love. Did I have a curly dick? It was thick and blue. Oh, and uncut. Thick and blue and cut. No, uncut. Oh. Uncut. Oh, no way, man. Thick and blue and uncut. No. Well, it's just going from the, the pictures that you have up. Yeah, that's true. Um, it does look kind of uncut. Uh-huh. It's blue. <laughs> but it looks uncut. Really? Yeah. It was... No, your balls were blue at one point. No, the you dipped them in. No, blue yeah, no, too. They, yeah, no, yeah, no. I think it was it was cock and balls. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Okay, maybe right. it was blue. I don't. Let's move on, please. <laughs> Why? Objectification. No, I'm, I'm being balls. objectified. <laughs> Do you know how long I have waited to be fucking objectified? And now oh. somebody comes and you're like, let's toddle on to some other end of show shit. <laughs> yeah. No, they're being objectified. Nobody wants to think about your blue balls anymore. Well, she did. <laughs> she did. That's they're awkward. Slapping up against me. Plop, oh. plop. They were plopping. Well, you don't know my balls because they would have wrapped around your fucking head and smacked your tits on the other side. I need a testicle bra. (laughs) Testicle bra. Testicle bra. 
Oh yeah! That's it. That's how we. Uh, <laughs> that's all we got. No. <laughs> that's that the end of the show. show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. If you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding areas, visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you, my Michelle, for being on the show and bringing Papi Ramon with you. Woo! Welcome. Next. Thanks, Unger, and everybody in the chat room. Woo! If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. Visit pervertedpodcast.com. And if you find value in our show, give us a shout out on iTunes. Give us a shout out on iTunes. Look at that. Hey, you just got yeah. everything working out together. That's right. And finally, next week's show 106, we will be having our anonymous featured orgasm that was sent in. Sorry about that. We will have some amazing stories, some amazing things coming up. We're going to take you out of the show right now with a very fucked up song, which is very personal to my heart. Aww. Off the Kinky Man Slut album by Count Boogie. It's a comedy song, if you would say that. It is called Random, and here it is. We'll see you guys next week. I can be free. I can be a llama. Llamas all have curly dicks and spit on you when you bring up your drama. I can be me and not give a damn. I can tuck my penis in between my legs and pretend I'm a woman. Morals and etiquette, fuck it, I've had them. Life's much more fun when you do something random. Chains of propriety scream for removal. I won't live my life for your bullshit of world. I can poop up on a mountain. I can scream the bees are in my ass and jump into a public fountain. I can be God and make my own religion. I can paint a mural of a chick fucking a donkey in my kitchen. Morals and etiquette, fuck it, I've had them. Life's much more fun when you Something random Chains of propriety Scream for removal I won't live my life For your bullshit approval Eat like a viking in a restaurant Have kinky sex in public places Wear a bikini to a funeral And make odd contorted faces Hmm. Wear a shirt made out of bacon Dye your pubic hair blue I swear your life will suck much less If you change your point of view Broaden your scope and expand your brain. Baby, watch two chickens fuck a toaster and see if you're entertained. Sex isn't war or a battle of wits. Eat your pussy, fair is fair, now why won't you let me come on your tits? Why? Morals and etiquette, fuck it, I've had them. Life's much more fun when you do something random.
random Chains of propriety scream for removal I won't live my life for your bullshit approval